to another episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the podcast that comes to you every week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. This week's lesson is Underwater. But before we do anything, my name is Tim, and let me introduce you to the dummy himself. His name is Luffy. Hey, dude. Ah, uh, hey, Sasquatch. Sa- what? What is Sasquatch? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it might have been something I stole from something. It's, <laughs> it sounds like Sasquatch mixed with some place in Canada. I think I think it's Sasquatch mixed with Squanch from <laughs> uh, Rick Trail- and Morty. Oh, I was going to go Trail Park Boys. No, I that's all that. That's the Sam Squanch. Oh, that's the Sam Squanch. <laughs> I don't know. Felt like a funny word. <laughs> Rolled with it. Do you know what else is a funny word? Ska- what, S- what else? Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? I just love saying Saskatchewan. I've been nearer to Saskatchewan than you have. You have. You. I'm jealous of you now. Because <laughs> mm. right. my adjacent to Saskatchewan. <laughs> Alright, this Horror for Dummies podcast is a weekly show that comes out every Monday. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, basically anywhere uh, we can be found. If you think we deserve it, please give us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much with the growth of the show, and if you do it, you will be in the running to win a Horror for Dummies pack that will be drawn on March 30th. I mentioned last week... Uh, that it'll be drawn on March 1st. I don't know what drugs I was taking, but I meant to say March 30th. I have an so. inkling, but go on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Horror for Dummies prize pack. Oh, I've got I've got some news on that, by the way. Um, I'm <gasps> going to be... Exclusive news. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a video on it uh, very soon, but I've got the first two little parts of the pack to be announced right now. Do you want to hear it? No, okay. skip it. All right, we'll save it to next week then, yeah? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, okay, there are only the small parts yet. I haven't got the main bulk of the prize pack yet, but what yep. you're going to get if you do a written review and you are chosen as the winner is... Number one. That's right. You will get a Halloween pin that you can put on your shirt and, and, real, and look like a real Halloween fanboy. Uh, it's cool. It's got. Um, it's basically the cover of the first Halloween movie, and it actually includes a life-size Tim's dick replica. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that big. Don't get excited. Okay. <laughs> uh, on top of that, the other part of this prize pack is number two is some <laughs> chopsticks. Some chopsticks. <laughs> some chopsticks, but they're in the shape of Freddy Krueger's claw. Pretty fetch, huh? Are they fetch? (laughs) Could you use them? Like, are they usable? I guess so. It's like in the packet. So I've never taken them out. 
Okay. But Do you yeah. know how to use chopsticks? Yeah, I'm actually pretty good at chopsticks, surprisingly. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't have picked chopsticks. I know, I know. But yeah, I'm, I don't mind using chopsticks, but I guess it's eating adjacent, so I should have figured. <laughs> That's a fat joke, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, those are the two uh first things in the prize pack, and we'll hopefully get the bulk of the prize pack very soon so you guys can get actually excited about something and not just yeah, chopsticks. So and- far it's like the workings of a terrible Easter show show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's better than nothing. You shut your hole. Yeah, it's, it's true. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh man, alright, so this episode here, we're talking about Underwater, and this for us is the first theatrical horror film of the year. Uh, We live in Australia, most people got the grudge, Um, and as I've heard, most people- We fortunately did not get the grudge first. Yeah, as I've heard, we kind of got the better end of this deal. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Apparently the grudge isn't good. We're going to talk about that next week, but this week we're going to talk about the uh, the next theatrical film uh, of 2020, which is Underwater with Kirsten Stewart. Mm-hmm. So she'll be fun to talk about. She will be. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. Oh, on top of that, I'm um, I've got something new and interesting to talk about with the movie part. Uh, a new little segment uh, that. Many of you may find interesting. I know I found it interesting while while I was writing it up. So hopefully you guys find it interesting too. But uh, we'll, we'll get see. into that. Yeah, we'll get into that soon. Before we do any of that, we have got all the other jibber-jabber of the show. We've got the horror news. We've got listener mail. We've got what horrors have you done and everything in between. So why don't we just jump straight into it with what horrors have you done? <laughs> What horrors have you done? What horrors have we done this week? Luffy, you got anything you want to share? Sure. Um, I was like fucking dicking around on Netflix for a bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, I saw, uh, watched uh, Event Horizon for the first time. First time? Holy shit. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. What made you want to go watch it? Um, I just, I think I'd heard about it and it had Sam Neill in it and he's just great. Yeah. Um, so, what did then, you think? Yeah, I saw. I just like I just went over to the horror tab and had a little looky loo. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking good. <laughs> you enjoyed it? Yeah, a lot. Um, it looked cool. Uh, the kills were cool. I kind of struggled to figure out what was going on, but that didn't matter. It was yeah. just. Uh, it was really weird and great, and then just the whole reveal at the end with like what he becomes uh, is great. I love that fucking makeup work. So I haven't seen this movie basically since it came out, so I've struggled to remember what happens in a, in the movie. Oh, okay, um, we're just spoiling should, it. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's okay um, because I it's not really a spoiler. I've seen it before, but hmm. I should go back and rewatch it. Eh. Yeah, man, it's pretty great. There's lots of blood yeah. and gore and um, just really cool shit. I, I super enjoyed it. Nice. So that's on Netflix now? Yeah. On Australian Netflix, uh, anyway. Event Horizon from 1997, I believe. I think so. Am I right? All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? 
Um, I can't think of anything else horror-y. I did. I don't really play anything horror or read anything. That's okay. Might be a good excuse to fucking dip into some old fucking horror comics. Yeah, do it. Hey, man. All right. (laughs) Yeah, you're Uh, right, 97. I am right. Fuck, I'm good. Wow, people (laughs) don't like this movie. Really? Who said that? It's got like a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, I've heard nothing but praise for Event Horizon. Yeah, fuck them. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, fuck them indeed. Uh, I got to check out a new, my second 2020 horror film. Uh, mm. This one's called Deadcon. From mm. it's on it's on Netflix right now. Uh, Deadcon, fucking horrible name, such a bad name. But I watched it anyway. Anyway, the story is the horrors and isolation of being a social media influencer run rampant when a collection of YouTube and Instagram stars soon discover there are things scarier than thousands of teenagers armed with phones asking for selfies. Uh, Sounds terrible. It fucking is, man. Uh, (laughs) Okay, you know what? I'll... I'll say it. I'll say the truth. Yeah. This started off somewhat decent. I was kind of. I was intrigued. I'll give you that. But it fell flat so quickly. And the ending. Spoiler alert. There is no real ending. Yeah. Fucking. It, nothing happens. You know. It's one of those movies that no, doesn't explain anything. Nothing really happens, and you're left going, "Why did I waste my time with this movie?" Mm. So, Deadcon. It only goes for seventy-eight minutes. That's like a hundred, uh, an hour like an and eighteen minutes. Yeah, okay. Um, it's it's not worth your time, man. Straight up, avoid it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I just yeah. remembered fucking something we were going to talk about, and I hope you fucking watched it. Oh, um, you did. Yes, you did watch it. I did. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Sure. <laughs> so, um. Look. Yeah. So. We both watched Dracula on uh, Netflix. Dracula. Yes. So I didn't know it was a Moffat thing. So I don't know if you know who Stephen Moffat is. I don't. Uh, Stephen Moffat did a few seasons of um, Doctor Who. And he did that Sherlock show as well. Okay. Um, So he's kind of... He's kind of that dude that writes characters who are super smart and ahead of everybody and like smartest man in the room kind of people okay um so it all kind of fits eventually once you watch the show um i really liked the first episode yep i quite liked the second episode yep and i don't know what the fuck happened in the third episode (laughs) That's the consensus of basically everyone, um, myself included. <laughs> um, it starts off so strong and so gory and so good with such a cool, interesting story. And you want to yep. see where it goes. And then the boat one kind of feels like a sideline adventure. Yeah. But still good. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I'd watch more episodes of this. And then it's finished. And it finishes so different. Like, I don't normally like heaps of old-timey stuff, but I like the old-timey stuff in this <laughs> better than the modern stuff. Because they really... That- <laughs> I feel like they wasted it. You you are you are saying exactly what many other people have, have said that I've heard. Uh, a lot of people hated the modern-day stuff. 
But I just I feel like it could have there could have there's so much to chew on. Yeah. There's you're right. so much stuff you could have done with it. Like it was yeah. They had some really like, interesting elements. But it's when, like they got bored with it and they're like, like, oh fuck this. Oh fuck, it's five o'clock. Let's just finish this shit up. Go home. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like, uh, what if he just decides to die now? <laughs> it's like, I've been alive for a bajillion years, and then someone yeah. has a good little chit-chat with me, and then I'm like, yeah, I guess I want to die. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, my Okay, here's my biggest problem with it. The third episode, it's basically the third episode. I enjoyed the first episode. I loved the first episode. It was fantastic. Right. He's slowly awesome. fucking eating that dude. Yes, yeah. Um, second episode, basically the same with you. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as great as the first one. It was fun. It was more fun watching uh, Sister Agatha do fucking cool boat shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Third episode. I, I, liked, I liked their relationship. Yeah. Yeah, but in saying that, like, it starts off, like, it, in the first episode, how it ends... I'm like, yes, let's pick up exactly where it's going to end. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. <laughs> it's, it starts off really weird. I'm like, what? They're friends now? What the fuck? Yeah. But, um, yeah, the third episode, uh, I noticed I noticed a lot of scenes felt like a TV movie to me. Mm. And it took me out a lot. Uh, yeah. It just, it, I, I didn't like the characters in it. Um, I didn't really like where it was going. And then the ending. All right, here we are. Spoiler alert for Dracula Part 3. I've already spoiled it, but yeah, go what? ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know. But uh, what what happened at the end? I hate, I fucking hate when they break law on different things. You know what? You can bend law. That's fine. For example, the Lost Boys. They bent the vampire mythos law with, for example, coffins. Yeah, like they took something cool like vampires and they bent it into something that's sort of okay like Lost Boys. How dare you? We're not talking about this bullshit anymore. Um, but this, much like Twilight, they break the, the vampire mythos and I fucking hate it. I cannot yeah. stand it. You know, bend it, create it your own, but do not break yeah, the mythos with, of what a vampire is. For it. Do your own spin on it, but don't break the main rules. Exactly. And I cannot stand that. So as soon as that happened, I'm like, fuck this. Fuck this yeah. fucking show. I was out. And, uh, look, the, the third... I mean, it was a good time uh, to be out. Third, it was almost finished. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, I did finish it because it was that close. But yeah. the the third episode had some cool scenes in it, but I was I was bored the third episode. I was like, can this fucking end? And I'm like, why is he obsessed with this girl? And then they never really... They, yeah. They're like, oh, because she welcomes death. And I'm like, is that it? So, in all your times of living, so you've, you've never, never met, met a goth. anybody that was like, "Oh, I'm happy to be a sire for you." Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sure that. you have. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, <sighs> yeah, here's here's the hardest question I'm going to ask you right now. Do you recommend this? And it's hard because, yes, I recommend it. I, I recommend it the, like I recommend first- Game of Thrones, like. Uh, okay. The, the, it starts off great, and that it's some of it's some mm. really fucking enjoyable viewing for the first two episodes, and then like maybe stop after this, or even just watch the first one like a fucking movie, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I mean, you can watch the other ones 
if you want to see where it goes, but you're not going to like where it goes. Well, that's the thing. You can't, like, once the first episode's over... Do you want to no watch the gonna, next one? Yeah, no one's going to be like, oh, that was interesting. I, was, I had a fun time with that. I'm good. I won't have to watch the next two. I think that... that- <laughs> The first episode is good enough to warrant how not good the next episodes are. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, I'd still recommend I, I, it. Even though I know the next couple episodes aren't going to be great, I think the first episode... Missing out on the first episode is worse than not watching... Than watching the second two episodes. Does that make sense? I get... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um... Oh man, it's tough, man. Because the first episode was fantastic. Mm. But I was super hooked. There was some. It was. It was a very fly week for me. Because <laughs> I'd watched all the flies, and then that first episode is just like heaps of flies and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I can't get away from these fucking flies. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna wrap this show up with two little things that I did. Um, PlayStation Network. I, I played some video games. <gasps> Nerd. Play, PlayStation Network had a bit of a sale on, so I got some demos because I'm poor. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's not really a sale. <laughs> it, yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> Leg, Le- Lego Jurassic World. <laughs> so scary. I know it's not really horror, but I mean, <laughs> fair. I, I can. You're bending. Jurassic- you're bending the premise, but sure. Yeah, like big monsters eating people. Um, I've never played a Lego game before. This is actually a oh, lot more fun than I Playing with I the thought. kids? Uh, yeah, I might actually. Um, Maybe it I wasn't think bad. Abby's old enough to kind of figure out how to control her. Yeah, I'd say she is, yeah. Yeah, but um, I had fun with this. It's fun. It was you good. just run around smashing bricks, collecting bricks. and <laughs> Yeah. Doing brick stuff. And, and the little videos and shit are really funny. And I didn't realize that you could play as the dinosaurs. Yeah. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Um, the other game that I got is a game called Deadlight. Have you heard about this? Uh, is that the 2D scroller one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I played, I played yeah. a little bit. I never finished it, but yeah. What did you think about it? I enjoyed what I played. Um, I think it was just one of those games where something else came out and I never got back to it. Yeah, I can see that exactly. Uh, so Deadlight is... Okay, firstly, it's pretty cheap. On, on the network, on mm. play, or PlayStation, whatever you call it, Xbox, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it is a side-scrolling cinematic platform survival horror game. Uh, throwback to games like Prince of Persia mm. and, I don't know, kind of like um, Little Big Planet, but in 2D. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. So you've got to, like, uh, basically... It's a zombie game. You got to run away from these zombies and climb and and do jumps and stuff like that. It's not bad for a quick little player. The thing is, I'm finding it really easy to do stuff. Okay, maybe um, it ramps up difficulty later. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So I'll continue playing it. I'm having fun with it for for a cheap game. I can't remember how much it was, but it's not bad. So that's it for me with Horror for Dummies. Have you got anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, man. I actually watched uh, a, a shark movie. A shark? Oh, now you got my attention. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I shouldn't have it for very long. Uh, I watched uh, Cruel Jaws. <laughs> oh, no! From 95. <laughs> which I now know was a mistake. <laughs> uh, but, but, I think, so if you don't know, it's just a bad 
Jaws ripoff movie from what I could tell. Yeah. Like it was legitimately Jaws. Like it's just with <laughs> extra shit going on. Yeah. Like it's... Jaws with more unnecessary crap and a wheelchair girl. <laughs> okay. And, and bullies. So okay, here's the thing about cruel Jaws. Yeah. Is I only found out this movie existed like a year and a half ago. Um, when I was listening to another podcast, Cruel Jaws, which is um, unofficially nicknamed Jaws 5 as well, is an Italian attempt at Jaws, pretty much. Um, oh. I think, I think it's Italian. Don't okay. quote me if I'm wrong. Yes, it is. Bruno Mattei Mate, uh, is Italian. So, yeah, but oh, I, I watched this. Um, and I think I got about half an hour in until I turned it off. Oh, you didn't finish it? No, man, I couldn't. <laughs> you I did the, the whole dang thing. <laughs> and why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I should be laughing at you. Because it's awful, but it's yeah. like, it's one of those movies where it's, um, it's amusingly awful. Like it's fun to watch and, and like. Yeah. laugh at it yeah, yeah like i hope i hope they didn't think this was legit you i always wonder with films like that um but like sometimes it's better if they think it's legit well okay the, like yep yeah. um it's that whole sharknado thing where it's like they know it's a bad movie yeah but that's why um, it makes it fun yeah but like but sometimes it crosses the line where it's like they're trying to be like, I'm looking here at like prime and our selection with like two headed shark attack and then like six headed shark attack. Is that all on prime? Yeah. Ooh, we might have to do a bad shark movie week. I'm down for that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it just like, sometimes it feels like they're just making it bad on purpose and it's not just because they're trying their hardest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's someone doing, like, a pratfall, which is, like, on purpose and whatever. Yeah. Versus someone genuinely hurting themselves, which is way funnier. I get what you're me. saying. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like if these guys were really trying to make a good movie and this was their best effort, <laughs> that's so much funnier to me. <laughs> like, where they were like, oh, no, no, this is fine. This would be great. Like, we'll just splice in 12 different kinds of sharks. <laughs> Um, and like, it's not a, t- it, it's the wrong shark all the time. <laughs> like there's so many different fucking sharks in this movie. And then the actual model is huge. It, can you clarify something for me? I, well, from what I remember, I can't remember if it's this one or another film, but did this have like, um, scenes of Jaws in this movie? I don't think so. I mean, maybe if it if it spliced in some of the shark footage. But most of the shark footage looked like a giant foam toy that they were leading around with some string. <laughs> of the underwater footage. It sounds so... I, I think I need to re... I think, honestly, we should do a bad shark movie week. I honestly wouldn't mind doing a commentary for this movie because it's hilarious. <laughs> There's, I think, I think that'd be fun. I think the movie that I'm, I'm getting mistaken with is called uh, The Last Shark. 
from 1981. Yeah, yeah there's a riff tracks for that one. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm looking at another movie called Deep Blood right now, and the cover mm. has, like, the shark from Jaws of Revenge on it. And it's like, you <laughs> yeah. cannot, you cannot mistake that shark from anywhere else except Jaws of Revenge. <laughs> oh. Um, Yeah, so you didn't finish it? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, no. it, I think it'd be more fun to watch with somebody. Yeah. Because I, think- I was kind of half watching it at work while I was doing work. Yeah, okay. And um, it was just like, I'd glance over and be like, what the fuck are they doing now? <laughs> and the, the dialogue was just so bad and stilted and shit. And then you had like Discount Hulk Hogan there as well. Holy fuck. It was fuck. like the dad. I, I, with like the mustache and the, the Hulk Hogan hair. I, I think I need to re-watch, re-watch this film. Okay. <laughs> You're making it sound fucking awesome. <laughs> Just, like, don't go in thinking it's going to be a good movie. Like, oh, if you go already, in under that, like... For me, it's one of them so bad it's good movies. Yeah, but can you do... Like, I can watch a bad movie, but, like, films like Sharknado and all that stuff, like, that's beyond bad to me, and I can't really get into it. So that's what I mean, where it's like, that's the... They know it's bad, so they make it bad. Mm. Where they're like, it doesn't matter, it's a bad movie anyway. Yeah, True. But yeah, I don't know. So I don't know with this one. <laughs> I hope he was genuinely trying. <laughs> um, hey, but yeah, okay, no, it's fun. Look, I will watch Cruel Jaws and we'll talk about it on the next episode. All right, all right, <laughs> <laughs> we can. <laughs> all right, uh, anything else? Um, yeah, man. I just uh, I thought while we're doing some upcoming shit, uh, I got like a few games that I'm looking forward to in the horror genre. Um, so in no particular order, even like release date, um, Resident Evil 3, fucking super stoked for the remake to come out in April. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know this was happening. Yeah. So basically Resident Evil 2 came out last February, I think, and fucking was like one of the best games of last year. Mm -hmm. Um, basically it's just updated better controls, better graphics, um, genuinely scary for me anyway. Yeah. Um, and I just loved it. And Resident Evil 3 was like fucking my jam back in the day. So like, I'm even more stoked for, for like a remake in that same style of three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that should be, that's coming out soon. So I'm pretty fucking keen. I want to see Nemesis with the newer graphics. Yeah, dude, well, there's a trailer, so you can check it oh, out. Oh, shit, all right, I'll do enough for this. Yeah, it's coming out in a couple of months, man. Fuck yeah. It's almost ready. Uh, next one, uh, Last of Us Part 2. Mm. Oh, talk about getting my dick hard. Is that a good, yeah, good? <laughs> it's a good noise? I know people yeah. that didn't like it, that's all. Oh, no, really? Who didn't yeah, like it? Uh, guess. He's fat and he's Jamie. Jo- <laughs> um... <laughs> Wait, why? Did he say uh, why? He just said it was boring. He's like, oh, it's just another zombie game. And I'm like, it's, it's so not. No. Oh, my. He do- he hates fun. He does. <laughs> it's it's canon. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, Last of Us Part 2 is coming out in May 29th or on May 29th. Okay. Uh, um, and yeah, I'm 
just ah super keen. Yeah, super keen. I think I'm gonna have to get that one. Uh, Dying Light Two, <clears throat> but it's been delayed. <laughs> it's oh, coming out what? Uh, much later this year. Yeah, okay. Dying Light. I was playing Dying Light uh, a while mm. ago. I got to a point where I just cannot get past. So I kind of like wrapped up on playing it because I just like I couldn't get past this point and it just gave me the shits. And I was like, you know, what? fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> and I, I started playing it and I never really finished it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So I'm hoping this one's better. Uh. But the the first one was alright. Like, you know what games I love that were very similar to Dying Light? What? Dead Island. Yeah. I love those games. I think there's a new one coming out at some point. There wasn't... Yeah, that's been going around don't quote for me. so long. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, next one I got is a game called Carrion. Carrion, okay. So, basically, you play the monster... Oh, and and it's like a blob type uh, looking deal, right? Um, and um, yeah, it's a it's a two D platformer. I actually might just show you the trailer. Yeah, I'm gonna pop that. How, how, can you, how can you do that on a podcast? Uh, <laughs> super easy. You watch it while I talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's like in that Metroidvania style. If you don't know what Metroidvania is, it's like just like platformer where you go and explore and pick up different things to like power yourself up so you can go to different areas and that kind of thing okay and um yeah it just like it looks like you eventually form into like this blob thing with tentacles right you just okay. go around massacring shit huh this sounds so it's like the blob cross with the thing yeah 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 um it's like pixel graphics so that kind of old school style um, if that's what you're into. Yeah. Uh, which I very much am. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. What's, uh, what's this, sorry, what's this coming on? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Definitely the PC. Yeah. Um, I would assume Xbox, PlayStation, um, but I, I don't know. Are these, yet. are these types of games, like, what, what do you call them? Platform? I'd call it Metroidvania, but they're essentially they're platformers. Okay, are these starting to come have a comeback, or have I just been not looking? Probably not looking. Okay, uh, a lot of a lot of these ones are like indie games and stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. So it's like unless you're looking for game, like looking for those kind of games, mm. uh, they're not the games that are like super advertised and have a super budget behind them and stuff like. It's usually like a small team working on it and that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, pretty keen for that one. Whenever that comes out, yep. It's supposed to be this year. Not one hundred percent sure. Um, and there's also a game called Little Nightmares Two, which is a, a sequel to Little Nightmares, which was like a um, another kind of horror platformer. I I was so close to buying Little Nightmares. Should I've got I it have? on my Switch. I haven't played it yet, but it Okay. But by all means it looks amazing and I've heard nothing but good things from it, so Okay. It yeah, it looks it looks intriguing, but I just never took the plunge to get it. 
It looks a bit like um, Limbo or Inside, if you've ever played any of those games, where it's just like you kind of just run and jump and then maybe fuck with some switches or something like that. I'm yeah. not, I can't even tell you for sure, but it's that kind of game where you don't really have any power. You're just kind of like in this fucked up world and you're just trying to like figure out the puzzles and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, and then, so there's, did you ever play until dawn? Uh, yes, I did. So until dawn, uh, their developers, Supermassive Games, um, have been doing this Dark Pictures anthology thing. Yeah. Uh, they have Man of Badan come out last year at some point, which is supposed to be all right. Um, I didn't get that yet. I need to play it. I'm a bit behind on shit. Mm. Um, but they've got a, a another one coming out called Little Hope, and that looks looks good. Okay. So these ones are all like co-op based the whole anthology okay sounds so you kind of um you take control of one character and then either somebody online or somebody like doing couch co-op takes control of the other character right and so the things that they do can affect your game and vice versa oh that sounds cool yeah so um it's that kind of spin on that until dawn kind of gameplay where it's like it's basically just like a really fancy point and click, but horror based. Yeah, I, I don't mind those games actually. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm super keen on. There's a there's a new Rainbow Six game which is more of a shooter. Is that still going around? Is that Tom Clancy's yeah. Rainbow Six? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, and there's one called Quarantine that's supposed to be coming Ooh. out this year. What's that about? Um. So it's, it's, it's kind of taking like, it's kind of adding some more, we don't know a lot about it, but yep. it's like diseased people. So I'm assuming some sort of like zombie-esque type thing you're fighting against. Okay. This sounds interesting. Yeah. But we don't really know much about it yet. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that's all I can think of that I'm really like super, super keen for this year. Sweet. But Have- as stuff comes out and I give it a go, I'll... I'll let you know. Have you played the new Blair Witch game? No, I've heard it's trash. Oh, really? It looks really. It looks pretty. <laughs> okay, maybe like, I'll give it a go. I yeah, I was I was tempted to give it a go, but I I, I don't. I'm kind of puzzled as to what you would do. Yeah. So here's the thing. I I don't really like those horror games where you're just walking around hallways and waiting for the jump scare. Yeah. No, me either. I want to do stuff. Like, um, oh, there was one more. There's a, there's a new Outlast game coming out. If you've ever played Outlast. I don't believe I have Outlast. Oh my God. They're so good. Um, (laughs) so basically you go into like, um, in the first one. Yeah. You go into like this, uh, uh, I don't want to say haunted, but like this hospital where like they were doing like fucked up experiments and shit there in this like psychiatric fertility yeah and just like this naked dude chases you around and shit and fucking um attacks you and stuff and you're trying to like just solve the mystery and then get the fuck out of there yeah um you don't really have a weapon so you don't really fight or anything you're just kind of like running away the whole time interesting okay that's different to what i've usually used to Mm. um and then i haven't played the second one yet but uh that's supposed to be just as good. 
Okay. But yeah, I think I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds uh, cool. I might get this Outlast. Yeah, Outlast is fun. It's it's probably really cheap at the moment too. Oh sweet, that's even better. Because it's um it's pretty old at this point. I'm looking now, 2013. So yeah, yeah, might need to pick it up. All right, sweet man. Thanks for that. Um, No worries. Did you have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? All right, yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, well, let's jump over to Horror for Dummies breaking news. This is Horror for Dummies breaking news. Horror for Dummies breaking news. I have three stories for you, and they're all pretty similar. So, get ready for this. We'll just smash them into one story. I I mean, you could. It's basically the same story, but referring to different movies. Okay. So, okay, (laughs) let's start with it. The Crow. The Crow reboot back in development. So, what happened with that? I like The Crow. Big Crow fan. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I, I didn't re- wasn't really sure what was happening with the reboot. Uh, so it was it's one of those things that just kept getting picked up, and then people were like, ah, oh, nah, it would drop it's out just not working. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, it would just it would happen just constantly. Like there'd be plans of it, it'd come to light, and and then no, no. Um, but apparently yeah. now it is definitely coming out. Um, there has been no word of when or. Um, or Who's when they're going to start shooting. Yeah, anything. Basically... Nothing? Okay, so it's just... It's happening again. Yeah, apparently. Okay. But, <laughs> but yeah... Right. Well, I'm, I'm keen. I'd watch it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, do, you, do you like The Crow? Do you watch The Crow and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all of them. It's been it's been a long while since I've checked mm. them out, so... I don't know, I mate. used to, like, watch them every year on, like, um... Uh... What's it? October 30th? Oh, really? What? Yeah, on uh, Devil's Night. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe we should do the Crow retrospective. Sure. Because, yeah, I, I I could not tell you the last time I saw it. It's been a while for me, too. Sweet. All right. There's our plans for later this year. I also oh. love the soundtrack. So good. Yes, I remember the soundtrack being cool. Hmm. Um, yeah. Next one is... Universal and Blumhouse developing new versions of The Thing that will adapt long-lost original novel. So, okay. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but The Thing, like John Carpenter's The Thing, and Mm -hmm. the 1951's The Thing from Another World were both adaptations of the the novella Who Goes There. Um, So they're both from the book. Yep, didn't know that. What's the difference between a book and a novella? Um, a book has two O's in it, and a novella only has one. I, uh, fuck. Blew my mind, man. Thank you. <laughs> uh, apparently. Uh, you didn't know either. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Uh, I, I, I knew it was some sort of shorter story. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, a novella is a work of narrative prose or fiction longer than a short story, but shorter than a novel. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so it's usually between 15,000 and 40,000 words. Right, okay. That makes sense. So it's like, it's not quite a short story, but it's not quite a novel. And that's it. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think about another Thing movie? Um, I'd be keen. 
As am I. I, I. All I've heard about this news is people are not into it at all. And I, I get it. Like, here's, here's the thing. People just mm. hate remakes. No one wants to give anything a go anymore. People hate remakes until they're really good. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, fine, it's good. But the, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, if, I like a, if I like a property, for example, The Thing. I love the yeah. original Thing. The 2011 prequel, sequel, whatever you want to call it, Thing, I enjoyed it. It's not as good as the original, obviously. Um, but I like that whole story. I like that character and stuff. So I want more. Give me more. What's the problem with all that? I'm trying to, like, play devil's advocate because I agree with you. Yeah. But um, maybe, like, people feel like the integrity of the franchise as a whole gets lessened. Like, it it devalues the property. But, like, I mean... (laughs) Sort of thing. Like, they're like, oh, now when I say, like, my favorite movie's the thing, I've got to, like, clarify. I don't mean the stupid new one. I mean this one or that one. We'll just or say like, the year it came uh, out. It's that simple. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty fucking easy. But uh, if you watch the new one and you don't like it, don't watch it again, and just watch the old one. Yeah, exactly. It's like people like, think it's not super hard to work around. Yeah. It's like and if if you don't think it can be improved and you think this this one's perfect, don't watch it in the first place. Just, you don't have to. Okay, on that note, there were rumours not long ago that Jaws was getting remade. Now, first up, I don't believe these rumours at all. I don't think Jaws... I think eventually maybe there will either be a Jaws remake or a Jaws sequel, but as of right now, I don't believe there is one happening. In saying that, like, I don't think Jaws can be um, done better. But I agree. I, I'm not opposed to a... Uh, a re-imaging or something like that to seeing someone spin on it yeah like i don't understand like the problem like (laughs) i think that's fair so for me with the thing i think it was such a great use of practical effects Mm, but i know it's just going to be cgi shit now yeah you're probably right (laughs) so like that automatically is going to make it less good yeah but in saying that like we're getting to the age now where cgi is actually looking pretty decent and it's depends hard. on the budget. That's true. <laughs> Again, it that's depends true. on the budget, and there's just something lovely about practical effects. There is, yeah. Like it's tangible. Even if they look weird, the, you can tell it's real, and y- your brain can tell that it's there. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not acting against some green shit. Like it's not like a Marvel movie where like the only person that's mm. like legitimately there is the actor. Yeah, yeah. And everything else is just, like, they're just jumping around this, like, green carpeted zone. That's true. You know, yeah. like, uh, th- there's something to be said for, like, um, amazing practical effects. And that's why, like, a lot of uh, indie horror stuff is so cool, because um, that's what they grew up on, and that's the kind of movies they want to make, so they won't fill it with CGI and stuff. They'll yeah. try and go practical. But, yeah, anyway. I get it. I get it, man. In, in saying all this, I mean, like, if you hate a remake, just go watch the original. It's not <laughs> like the original's going to disappear. No one's forcing you to watch anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, look, the thing, I, I, I don't know what they're calling it, um, adaptation, remake. Eh. The thing. It's clobbering time. <laughs> all right. Or is it a different thing? Uh, different thing. Oh, 
All right, last one, and it's basically the same story, but different movie. And this one relates to you a bit more, and I'm excited to hear your, your reaction. Cool. Mine is going to be this similar to Jay's reaction. Yeah, apologize for my son right now. <laughs> Columbia Picture is bringing, <laughs> bringing back um, a franchise with a new movie, and that franchise is Anaconda. <laughs> Why mess with perfection? <laughs> I I I watched Anaconda like I don't know how long ago it is now. Like few I months. think it was last year after I rewatched it, and then I was like, "My God, you got to watch Anaconda." Again. Yeah, you you basically told me to rewatch Anaconda again, and I I actually had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> so good. It it is basically Jaws the Revenge, but with a snake. What the fuck is John Voight's voice even? Like, what is he doing? Yeah. And like, you've got to cut the snake. <laughs> got to cut the snake. <laughs> and I mean, like, the, the snake <sighs> the snake screams and... Just, it's got ice cube. Yeah. Snake roars. It's got, like, Owen Wilson in it for some reason. Yeah. It's got, like, nips for days. Nips for, for days. days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. I, I agree. It was actually a lot of fun revisiting that movie. I can't, somebody winks. I remember winking being a really specific thing that happened. Yeah, John Voight oh, after he gets John regurgitated. Boy, he comes out, he winks, he <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's pretty fucked up, man. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And then they throw in some like real snakes there for like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's so good. It's got a waterfall. Um, So the report says here, after spawning three sequels and a spin-off crossover film with the Lake Lake Placid franchise. Really? I didn't know about this. I didn't know that either. What the fuck? We have to watch Anaconda vs. Lake Placid. Yeah, That sounds amazing. (laughs) Um, um, The 1997 film Anaconda is getting a remake. Columbia Pictures is developing an all-new and all-modern take of the cult movie. The site notes, hiring Evan Doherty, who did Snow White and the Huntsman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Tomb Raider, to write the script. The site's sources describe <laughs> the film as a re-imaging of the original, with Ooh. Columbia planning a big-budget production in the vein of The Meg. Oh. So that means it's going to cater to Chinese people. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That dude didn't make great movies. So, but are you expecting this Anaconda movie to be great? I don't want it to be great, but I feel like it's going to try too hard. Yeah, I yeah. and like it just make it boring. Yeah, because uh, so which Ninja Turtles did he make? I don't know. I just said Ninja Turtles, so I'm not too. Because sure. I know Snow White and the Huntsman was bad. Yeah. <laughs> And the first Ninja Turtles was fucking boring. And, um, like... And Tomb Raider. It just... Doesn't say what Tomb Raider is. Either. The last Tomb Raider that came out was fine. Like, it yeah. wasn't great. <laughs> but it was... It was alright. Yeah, okay. Um, it's... It's probably... If if that is him, it's probably his most okayest movie. <laughs> okay. Um, But, yeah. Nothing good. Like... I really don't want a boring Anaconda movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it's not going to have that 
no, this ridiculous nineties to it that the first one had. It definitely, but won't. again, I'd be keen to see a big snake movie because I don't make many of those. So, I mean, you need to look hard, but there are some out there. Like, I mean, like uh, I'm talking like <clears throat> good big budget, like yeah, release okay. snake so, movies. So you, I know, I know, you can find like fucking some like B grade shit. You can find B grade shit at any fucking animal. <laughs> so you yeah. don't mean snake out of Compton? No, what's Snake out of Compton? Exactly what you think it is. Okay. <laughs> snake out of Compton. Yeah. So snake with an afro? Uh, <laughs> search up search up the image of it and you'll get, uh, get you'll get a laugh. I don't usually look up things on the show, but we'll, <laughs> we'll try it this time. Anyway, uh, that's it for listener mail. Let's jump over to Voices of the Damned. Alright, Voices of the Damned, we have three people that came in contact with us this week, and we thank you all very much. The first More one the first one is from an old friend of ours, and his name hey. is Alan Chacha. He says Sick, I've heard of him. You have, you have. Dude, <laughs> dig in the new format. Luffy uh, is a he goes, Luffy, I guess that's how you spelt it, is a good how do you co-host. Spell it? <laughs> He spelt it L-O-F-F-I-E. Oh, that's a way. Okay, you can do it that way. It's a, you know, it's a made-up nickname, so do whatever you want. It's not. It's your last name. But... Yeah, but, like, I'm only taking a part of my last name. That's true. Hmm. Uh, thank you, Alan. Next one we have from Randy yeah, Blanford, a.k.a. Tom Hardy. As uh, some people out there will know why his name's Tom Hardy. He says... Because he broke Batman's back? Uh, yep. I believe he, I believe Randy could do that. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, oh, Mister Tim, congratulations on the upcoming new baby. Thank you, man. I heard your episode on sci-fi horror flicks, and I wanted to share some thoughts. There was one flick, Event Horizon. <laughs> funny, <gasps> funny, he says that. I was surprised was missing. Just curious if you ha- if you've seen the flick, and so you liked it. Another one you." Another one you have to see is Starship Troopers. Definitely more of a sci-fi action flick than horror. Oh, I gotta love Starship Troopers. <laughs> Fucking, that's so fun. But lots of horror elements and gore. This isn't meant to pick apart your list, just questions. Hope all is well. Love you like family. P.S. Knowing you, I wasn't, I was surprised Terminator 2 didn't sneak on your list. So dun, 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 dun. He, he's referring to the list I made on the Predator episode, which came out like three weeks ago. I gave my top 10 sci-fi horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be quite honest, the reason I didn't put Event Horizon on it is because basically, like I said just earlier, I haven't Forgot. seen it for <laughs> years. Yeah, I, I, I remembered about it, but I haven't rewatched it. and I kind of forgot about it. So, I mean... Maybe now, maybe that's another one I have to rewatch and come back next week and talk about. Yeah, um, you got a homework, bitch. I know, right? Fuck. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the reason. Starship Troopers, on the other hand, I completely forgot about. I yeah, <laughs> and it's got Barney Stinson in it, and yeah. Oh man, I, I think I it's, need to rewatch Starship Troopers again. God, oh, so good. Damn it, I'm giving myself too much homework. Yeah. Um, and Terminator Two. To be quite honest with you, Randy, 
I kind of forgot about Terminator 2. You and forgot then, about Terminator? Look, man, here's the reasons. When I was doing okay. that list, I, I searched up on Google, like, the best sci-fi horror flicks. And, of course, Terminator 2 didn't come up on that list. So I didn't even think about it. I, I classed the original Terminator as a somewhat horror film. Is it the the original? Yes, I don't know yeah. about T two. No, 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 T two. But I mean, like the character uh, is somewhat horror. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the reason. But yeah, thanks, Randy, um, for your lovely message. The last one we're going to come into is a five star review, <gasps> and it comes from our friend Lance from Texas. He says, uh, Lance. Header is great horror talk with a friend. He says, when you listen to this podcast, it feels like hanging out with an old friend and talking horror. These guys are awesome and really know horror. This is a podcast you need to subscribe to and add in your weekly lineup. Oh, that's the spe- most specialist thing I've ever heard in my life. Thanks, man. Those are some real pretty words. They are pretty words. Lance, you are now in the running for a sweet Horror for Dummies prize pack. He did mention, he did comment, um, he did take a picture of his review and mm. send it to me because apparently, oh, apparently you it can't do it. It doesn't work in America or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he said, you don't need to send the, to send the prize over to me if I, if I win. Uh, I know shipping is costly, but no, no, um, Lance, I will, if you do win, I will send it over to you because, that's what I promised I would do. <laughs> That's true. That's and you're at least going to get a pin and some chopsticks. Leave my goddamn prizes alone. <laughs> um, so I, at least. In saying that, uh, the whole thing about um, other countries leaving reviews on our podcast and us being able to see it, um, our friend Jason Harold, uh, he yep. did send me a link. That uh, of some, I, I haven't really gotten a chance to look at it properly, but it is something that you could apply for um, to be able to see them. Um, I have to look into it more, but thank you for that. Why don't they just automatically do it anyway? But yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But that is it for Voices of the Dam. Thank you so much to everyone who came in contact with us. If you would well, thanks, like, guys. if you would like your uh, mail read, or you want to tell us your thoughts on Underwater or any of the other shows we've done. Then you can. The best contact is um, Facebook. Just DM us or comment on our posts or anything like that, and we'll read. Or just yell really loud, and we might be able to hear you. Maybe if you come, like scream. Well, I'm half deaf, so you have to like come to my door. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So Tim's address. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, I think it's enough jibber jabber, man. I think it's about time we talk about this goddamn movie. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I don't want to do it. Well, too bad. You're going to. (laughs) All right. So let's jump into feature presentation. That almost sounded like you was underwater. (laughs) And now for our feature presentation. Listen carefully. You are now 5,000 miles from land, and you're descending seven miles to the bottom of the ocean. See you all in a month. Here we go. 
to ten. How bad's my rig? Ten. We drilled to the bottom of the ocean and we don't know what came out. Gotta get to the station. How did we even get there? We walk up. We just gotta walk with insufficient oxygen across the bottom of the ocean. You don't know what's out there. Worst idea ever! Water from 2020, the first theatrical film of this year. This one comes at a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. The plot is, a crew of aquatic researchers work to get safely after an... Sorry, work to get to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. But the crew has more than the ocean's seabed to fear. Earthquake? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of (laughs) misleading there. Yeah. (laughs) This stars Kirsten Stewart as Nora, uh, Jessica Henwick as Emily, TJ Miller as Paul, Vincent Castle as Captain... You mean TJ Miller as TJ Miller? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, And John Gallagher Jr. as Smith. You know, it's actually a pretty decent cast. Like, big big names. Like, yeah. I know all these names. Um, what's the captain done? Vincent Castle. I've, um, I've seen him in so many things. He, I just can't remember. He's done Black Swan, mm-hmm. uh, Westworld. Um, yeah, okay. A lot That's of right. shit that I haven't seen. But I know the name. Oh, Jason Bourne. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I've, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's really good. Yeah, he's not bad. I can't remember his name in this movie. It says on IMDb, just Captain. But it was Lucian? I can't remember, man. Uh, um, anyway, this is directed by William Eubank, uh, who hasn't really done much. Um, but yeah. The budget of this movie was... Now, all I could get was between 50 to $80 million. That was the budget. Okay. And the box office, all I could find with the box office, and this is worldwide, is $33.6 million. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately this didn't go well. It's a big floppy penis. Yeah. All right, so firstly what I want to do is talk about what we expected going into this movies. Sure. So you can just go in first. What did you expect? Did you expect a good movie, a bad movie? Um, I honestly didn't know. Yeah? Uh, all I went in with was Aliens Underwater. Yeah, yeah. So like... I didn't really have... 
I didn't I didn't want to go in with heaps of expectations just in case it was terrible. And I was like, no, oh, that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so I, I kind of went in pretty blind. I didn't even watch a trailer for it. So. Oh, okay. So you read no reviews or anything? No. Uh, I I think I saw some, but I didn't read them, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Uh, saw the, like, kind of title for them and shit. So I knew it was sort of okay. See, for me, okay, I, I when I first saw the trailer come out last year, I was instantly hooked. I mean, you have monsters underwater. Two of my favorite things. Underwater is a um, location that I'm always drawn to in movies, and yeah. monsters are my favorite type of films. So instantly you got me hooked. Then I, I, I unfortunately, I heard reviews on this movie, um, what people, what the general gist of this movie was, and for the most part, people were enjoying it. So I kind of went in thinking, I'm going to enjoy this movie, which is never a good thing, walking into a movie, because it usually ends up bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> on sa- in saying that, the ending of this movie also got ruined for me, and I was oh, no, really bummed about that, because if I didn't hear about that, I, uh, I actually would have been probably Man. a lot more surprised. If I found out that Iron Man died at the end of this, I would have been so upset. (laughs) I must mention right now, I completely forgot to mention that this is completely spoiler-free, what we're doing right now. I'm going to give you the warning. Uh, Just ignore what I said about Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give you the warning when we do talk about spoilers. And we will go into spoilers about this because I have a lot to say about this movie, funny enough. Uh, so now it comes down <laughs> if only to... If we had a format um, where you could talk about it. <laughs> what did you think about it? Uh, me? Yes. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah? I quite enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've read some reviews since. Yeah. And I think they're crap. You think the reviews are crap? Yeah. I think they're full of shit. What, what I thought you- it was, I thought it was super great. What, so people are saying that it's a crap movie? Oh, people are just saying, like, um, oh, it's just an Aliens rip-off, like, it didn't <laughs> do anything original, blah, 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 like, yeah, um, all that kind of shit, but I thought it was super well acted, I thought the creatures looked cool, I won't go into more of it, um, it had those, like, dissenting elements that fucking terrify me. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, just some of the stuff that happens is really cool. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm going to follow you on that. I really enjoyed this movie. I had an absolute blast watching this movie. Um, Mm. I'm not a Kirsten Stewart fan in the slightest. I'm actually, I actually one of those people that thinks she's a very bland and boring actress, but and, and, and I'm saying, like, right now, she's kind of the same actress in this movie. But I think because of the plot and the the character she played, it worked for her. And I, I think th- she did good. I was I was genuinely... Um, surprised? Not surprised, because I know she can act. Yeah. Um, Twilight's just bad. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not her fault. Um, but, yeah, she's, like, actually doing things, not just, like biting her lip at sparkly things like it's yeah she actually conveys emotion and I feel what I'm supposed to feel for her 
Do you know what I mean? I get you, man. I, I agree. I think she did actually a pretty decent job in this movie. Um, I think, to be real, the whole cast did. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you, hmm. what's everyone's problem with TJ Miller? Um, Why does the world hate TJ Miller? He's had some things come up and some stuff. Okay, so he he, t- he threatened everyone I, I with a bomb, he, apparently. He, he, there was that. I think he got me too at some point. Um, and, and then I think he's just... Me too, meaning he raped someone or accused of raping uh, someone? Allegations, I'm not sure if it was true or not. Okay. That me too movement um, kind of just died, eh? Does anyone really talk about that anymore? Sort of. I guess everybody's done <laughs> molesting or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I th- I think just him yeah. is abrasive. Like he's such a he's so TJ Miller. I can see how that could rub people the wrong way, but I like it. So do I. I I I enjoy TJ Miller. Like, I, I guess that those, like, big personalities and stuff, um, just some people don't enjoy. <laughs> I, so, what, look, yeah. you, you see TJ Miller in a movie, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. if you know that you don't like that, yep. you'd be like, ah, oh, what the fuck is this cut in the movie again? Yeah. Okay, I, I get that. I don't know, I'm just... I kind of enjoy TJ Miller in my films. I, I also enjoy TJ Miller in my films. <laughs> um... I'm going to I'm going to say right now that this movie, and I'm not ashamed to say this, this he movie calls her, he calls her a fucking um, flat-chested elf. Yeah, that was that was gold. Oh, that was so funny. Do you know? Okay, it's such a hymn line. Let's talk about the character of Paul, which is played by T.J. Miller. Sure. He um, he works in this movie. He yeah. He's the comic relief of this movie, but in a way, he gives this emotion that is very, very believable. And what I mean by that is he he jokes around, and but at the same time, you can tell that he's scared shitless. Yeah, he seems like a genuine character and how someone would, like, react in that situation. Because, like, I know what I'm like Yeah, when things are stressful and, like... I just fucking do jokes. Yeah, like, that's so, how I deal. So you so are, it, you are this character to a T. Yeah. So it's like it's not a it's not hard for me to identify with someone like that, even though it's like oh, as if you'd be making jokes in that situation. I'm like fuck yeah, I'd be making jokes in that yeah. situation. Yeah. Like I remember when I got like when I woke up from my um, heart surgery and shit. I asked the uh, one of the surgeons if she put the Wolverine claws in. <laughs> that's gold. But she didn't think it was funny. She just looked at me. Why wouldn't she but, think that's funny? I don't know. Doctors are unfunny. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so, I, I I get those characters where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, they're just making jokes to deal with it, like, because it, it's so unbelievable the situation they're in. Yeah. What what is your brain supposed to do? Like it's funny in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I but, get yeah. you. Um yeah, as I was going on before, this movie, I'm not saying to say it, this movie made me jump. Like yeah, out of my seat. And a, a movie hasn't done that for a long time. Maybe it was because I haven't seen a horror movie in the cinemas for a couple of months. But yeah, there was a scene in this movie that scared scared me shitless. 
Will, will we talk about that later? We, I'll, I'll point it out later in the walkthrough. Um, sure. But in saying that, uh, also, there was a scene where I was genuinely frightened. Uh, and when I say frightened, like there's a difference between jump scares and uh, a scare that makes me like crawl into the back of my seat. You know? I feel like with a horror movie, um, tension is good. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Like, if it, if it doesn't have that tension to it, mm-hmm. um, it's not really doing its job. Like, a jump scare is a jump scare, and that's fine. Like, a jump scare is going to get me most of the time, because... Uh, unless it's, like, really obvious. Like, it, it just does. It, like, it's a reaction that your body has to a, a loud noise. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, you, you can't really fight it. That's right. But building tension and then uh, executing that scare properly... Mm-hmm. is an art form. Oh, definitely. And most people um, get it wrong. Yeah. So it's hard. And this this movie had genuine moments of tension for me. Oh, good. good. That's good to yeah. hear. Yeah. Which is like what I want from a horror movie. <laughs> um, was there anything that you disliked about this movie? Or thought that could have been done better? Honestly, like... Like, I'm not going to give it a 10 or anything, but... Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah. Like, I can't really... Um, like, the script was fine. The acting was great. Um, maybe the mon... Like, the, the creature design being a little bit more interesting. Oh, really? For me? But just, like... Um, but we'll talk about... But, like, a little bit. Like... Okay. But it, it also makes sense why they're designed that way as well. But. The, the creature design was one of the biggest pluses of this film for me because of the big reveal as to what the creature is. I don't yeah. know I don't know if you picked up what the creature was or not. Uh, I guess we'll we'll get to it later, but Yeah, we'll talk about it in spoilers. <laughs> but um Um for okay, for me, the only thing that kind of annoyed me with this film is and I heard this with a lot of reviews. People are saying that the movie is too dark and you can't really understand what's happening. And I, I somewhat had to agree. Like, there were times where I was like, wait, what just happened? And okay. where where are we right now? Because at times it was a little dark and uneasy to see. Um, I, when I was watching it, I didn't feel like I had that issue. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there was just m- m- moments of the movie... Where well, I, I can see it for sure because it's a very dark movie. I think I think maybe it wasn't the the lighting or anything like that, but maybe the swift um, the quick uh, edit cuts. Yeah, when they do that kind of shit. Yeah, it was like I was just like, wait, where did that character go? Or why is that character there now? And where's everyone else? Mm, uh, it okay. kind of lost me for a quick second. I had to retrain my brain to learn where everyone is and what just happened. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. But beyond that, that was really the only flaw for me out of this movie. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm struggling to think of things that I really didn't like or I would have changed. That's good. Uh, actually, what did you... Th- okay, here's another thing that I heard a lot of people have problems with. And that is how... The, the lack of uh, character development. What? How... What character development do you need? Yeah, exactly. Like, why... Because I, I heard a lot of people say that it would have been better if we if we learn a bit more about these characters, we would have 
um, I guess, felt a bit more emotion when they, when they were gone. But I think we did learn enough about them. I, I mean, I, I somewhat understand what they were saying. Like, for example, TJ Miller's character with the rabbit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it could have, but I feel like it would have made it longer. Yeah. 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 And, and, and this movie was like, fucking go. Like, it's just like, go, 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 yeah. go. Like, from, from the second, I feel like there might have been stuff like that, but they probably would have cut it to keep the pacing up because the pacing is fast. It is. Yeah. Like, I feel like this movie doesn't let up. It, no, it doesn't, man. Like, it's, what, hour and a half? Did it feel like it went for 40 minutes or something like that? Yeah. It, yeah. Like it, it felt short, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just, it doesn't give you a second. Like, it gives you seconds to breathe. But, like, um, I feel like anything longer than that, it would have just felt, I don't know, mm-hmm. unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it gives you background stuff enough and, like, lines explain it. Because I... I I can't remember the the deal with the bunny at the time, but like, I don't know. I think all you really needed to know that it was something special that he he treasured. That's yeah. That's what I got. I didn't I didn't find any problems with that at all. So mm. that's yeah, cool. like I'm not arguing with you. I'm arguing with people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. I know. Oh, I needed more, and you need to have like flashbacks and shit. No, you don't. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it wasn't that kind of movie. It was more about them surviving it wasn't about them growing as people yeah yeah um alright well let's wrap up this portion of it because we've got a bit to get into with the spoiler um part uh so let's wrap this up with uh final thoughts and a score out of 10 alright um well I think I I really kind of like it was a good kind of popcorn flick man like um agreed like, it was a great watch at the movies. Uh, I reckon even, like, when you're watching it at home, it's like, it turn out all the fucking lights, get your fucking snacks, and don't move. Yeah, definitely. Kind of movie. Like, it was just... It wasn't groundbreaking. It didn't fucking blow my mind. It's not anything particularly new. Mm-hmm. I think it's just... A, it's really solid for what it is. Yeah. Like, so uh, I'm just going to give it an eight. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice, I reckon it's like, you know, decent movie. Like, again, not groundbreaking or anything. Like, wasn't like, oh, best movie of the year. I mean, it might be. Everything else might be terrible. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had fun with it. And fucking, that's why I watch movies. Have fun. I, um, I'm going to agree with you. My score was actually an 8 out of 10 as well. Nice. I, um, I had a real blast with this. And once again, underwater, monster movies. This one was basically made for me, in a way. Um, and this is... I, I'm I'm really happy with this movie. I, I think this might be actually a buy for me. Right. I might buy this when it came out. Um, but yeah, like I am an underwater horror movie type of guy. So yeah. So yeah, look, man. Uh, I think we both recommend going to see this at the cinemas. Um, it is. I, I know a lot of people are saying it is basically underwater uh, meets HP Lovecraft. Mm. Um, sorry, sorry. I meant to say Aliens meets Alien. HP Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, Aliens Underwater. And I get that gist. Um, I do. But it's also at the same time its own movie. Yeah, I think it's different enough. And it doesn't yeah. follow the beats of Alien exactly. 
Exactly, yeah. Like, it's, a, yeah, a similar setting, cramped hallways, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Scary monster. But, like, it's it's not alien. No. No, man. No. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this spoiler-free section. What we're going to do now is cut to a little break, uh, and then we're going to jump in to spoil this movie, and we're going to do a complete yeah. walkthrough on this movie. And uh, something different. Also, we're going to do a segment called What If and all the rest of the show. So if you have not seen this movie, finish the show now and come back and listen to what we thought because there might be something in this movie that you did not pick up on that uh, may be interesting to you. Mm. So so, uh, we'll be back after the short break. I like eating chicken. I like eating lemon chicken and chicken parmigiana and chicken tikka and barbecue chicken and chicken cheddar ned and biryani. I love all kinds of chicken. My favorite chicken is chicken and chili. I love my chicken so hot that I like to burn it from the inside. If you also like your chicken, come down to the chicken and chili shack located in Beavertown. And there, we can sit and eat chicken and chili forever. Mmm, goddamn, that's a good chicken. through the movie and we'll just cut into scenes here and there sure you cool all right so the scene the movie opens up with kirsten stewart brushing her teeth and talking about something i didn't actually get what she was talking about and i didn't really understand it either did you uh not initially yeah (laughs) um she's on a large she's in a large underwater research research facility which is intended to drill seven miles to the bottom of the mariana trench for resources which is never a good idea don't yeah, fuck- stop doing that yeah don't fuck with the mariana trench okay mm. <laughs> nora price who is kirsten stewart a yep. mechanical engineer and rodrigo i didn't actually get these really the, the actor's name are able to escape the area um and close it off after a what they what they believe is an earthquake going off. And this happens in the first two minutes of the movie. Yeah. Basically. It just like, <laughs> she's just brushing her teeth and it's just like fucking bang. Yeah. It just goes off and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And, and when, when we were watching it, um, I thought that this was going to be one of those movies where it shows something and then it will go to like 
uh, it will come up uh, saying 24 hours earlier or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm nope. really happy that they <laughs> didn't. And I've heard actually a lot of people, I know Lance from his podcast, The Horror Returns, he mentioned that he thought this might be a dream sequence. And I, did, I didn't think of that initially, but when he mentioned it on his podcast, I was like, oh, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. But I'm really glad they didn't. <laughs> no, I hate dream sequences. <laughs> anyway, so Nora Price, who's Kurt Stewart, and yep. Rodrigo are able to escape the area and close it off, uh, which happens to... They had to close it off. They had to close it off members. as people were, like, running at them, which is yeah. brutal. Which is tough, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, preventing further damage to the facility. Yep. They rescue Paul, who's TJ Miller, and he comes up with that terrific line about flat-chested elf lady, whatever elf it is. Elf goddess or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they rescue him as they make their way to the escape pod bay. However, the three discover that all escape pods have already been deployed with Captain Lucian. It's Lucian, there we are. Mm. Being the only person in the area when the three arrive. The surviving crew reach a control base and find biologist Emily uh, Haversham and engineer Liam Smith, who are unsuccessful in their attempts to make contact with the surface. Lucian recommends that they put on a pressurized suit and walk one mile across the ocean floor to the Roebuck Station 641. <sighs> All right, this is the, the, I'm going to cut here right now because those Yo. suits are like Halo. <laughs> a little bit, eh? <laughs> Did you get that at all? I, I just seemed very video game to me. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, kind of this, which like, high-tech fix-all suit. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I actually <laughs> think they look pretty cool. Yeah, I thought they were cool, too. Um, as long as your helmet doesn't have a crack in it. Well, <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> Rodrigo's, Rodrigo's helmet is faulty and cracks from the pressure, killing him instantly. What did he, you think uh, about... He switches, right? Like, he gives her his one. Does he? I didn't even pick that up. Like, I think... I mean, I could be wrong. Oh. But it, I think that he gave um, Nora... Like, he got a helmet, checked it, and gave it to her. And then ended up getting himself, like, a... Oh, the shit one. The shit one? Oh, no. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe. I'm not Fuck, I sure. didn't even pick that up. But, yeah, it was a uh, pretty decent kill. That was, like, I didn't expect them to explode. (laughs) Yeah, neither. And did you notice that the uh, black guy died first? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we're doing that, huh? All right. The surviving crew see a distress beacon from one of the escape pods below, and Smith and Paul go outside to investigate. As Smith and Paul arrive at the location, the pot has been ripped open and a body lies in the rubble. Paul inspects the body, only finding a hatchling creature to emerge from it and attack him. And this is a scene that made me jump. Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> it, yeah, it got me. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Um, Smith is uh, able to... Because it was sh- all... It was creepy and you're like, what is that shit? You're trying to work yeah. it out and you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the fucking... The horror fucking person, like the, the, the horror... Um, person in me well, yeah. had alarm bells going something's gonna happen something's gonna happen but I still got sucked into it yeah so. cause you wanted to see what it was <laughs> yeah yeah so well done Smith is able to shoot and kill it with a bolt gun and they bring it inside studying the creature's body Emily realises it's a part of a previously undiscovered species 
Sorry. Also, Very... can we st- stop bringing shit like that into the ship, please? Into the... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, don't. I get you. Uh, leave it outside, Prometheus. Anyway, <laughs> not Prometheus, the other alien movie, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, the five begin to set out towards the Roebuck station, but as they are walking, the Kelper explodes, causing debris to fly towards them. Yes, it does. Smith is hit by the debris, but Nora and Lucian manage to save him and bring him inside. They are able to make it to the meet point station by taking an access tunnel, allowing them to charge and clean their suits, but find that Smith's oxygen source is badly damaged from the debris. As they make their way through the access tunnel, Paul is attacked by an unknown creature and is dragged underwater before being ripped out of his suit and killed. Dude, that was brutal too. Yeah, this was actually a shock to me. I did not see TJ Miller going that quickly. I didn't think they could... Yeah, I didn't think they were going to kill him so quickly. I thought he was going to like unclip his shit and get out or something. So did I. And uh, no, they just fucking rip his leg off. I'm like, that was so brutal. And like, it gets sucked out and just blood comes up. So, yeah. So good. Yeah, um, well done on, <laughs> it looked on great. shock value. It yeah. did, man. Um, you saw it. Oh, here's the thing about that kill. Like when he's the last one there, I think he, I think your brain. I, I, th- I don't think you see a lot, but you see a lot in your brain. Yes, like your brain fills in enough to make it brutal, but I don't think yeah. you actually see a lot. No, you don't. You basically only see like the mask filled with blood. Hmm. But yeah. it just oh, it feels brutal and the crunchy. It was very crunchy. <laughs> but the thing is, like when he's there waiting to like go in and you and you see something behind him, I was like expecting him not to show up on the other side. Mm. And then when he does show up on the other side, I'm like, oh, okay, that was a pleasant surprise. I yeah, I thought it was that. just like a, a fake scare. Yeah, yeah. And then like, not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before leaving the access tunnel, the team discover that Smith's damaged oxygen pod will cause him to have to breathe in toxic fumes from the explosion. Mm. Unwilling to leave another crew member behind, Price, Lucian, and Havisham, the other three, agree to help him walk, dragging him if they have to. The remaining four crew members pass on and start their walk across the ocean floor, but a humanoid creature appears, dragging Smith into the cave. And this is the scene I was talking about where I was like, wait, what just happened? It was yeah. very fast. Yeah. Um, Lucian manages to pull Smith out, but then tries to go for Smith's bolt gun, allowing the creature an opportunity to drag Lucian up through the water and away from the other three. Price is dragged along with Lucian, but when the creature begins ascending, Lucian sacrifices himself so that Price may escape the uh, pressure. His, um, his whole story was cute too. Like It was, yeah. Um, I like how... See, they, they told enough to be real. Like, he's like, oh, she's 14, where he fucked up because he didn't tell anyone that his daughter was dead. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, she should be way older than that, blah, blah, blah. She should be my age, yeah. Yeah, and you think, oh, maybe he is losing it, but no, like, she, you find out later on, like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, you find a little funeral card thing. And you're Which, like, yeah. Oh. See, um, I think that's enough story for him. You know? I agree. He's got a dead daughter. He sees Nora as a daughter. Um, He's not about to lose anyone else. You know? I think it's good. I never picked up on he sees Nora as a daughter. That's cool, man. I Hmm. actually like that. Because, like, Um, that's when she was like, oh, like, we'd be the same age. So, like... mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they were so close. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Before that, there was a part where Kirsten Stewart was... We finally see basically the creature in full when he's yeah. like... I don't know what he's doing. He's kind of like poking his head up above where she's standing. Oh, yeah. He's like... And, yeah, that was a scene <laughs> that kind of made me like really like fear. Mm. Like, I don't know. It was the part where he's just his eyes appear and it's like, oh, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> they, are, they are freaky looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so continue. Price ends up at the abandoned shepherd station and finds that Lucian worked there beforehand, causing suspicion as to what Lucian really knew about these creatures and their involvement with the drilling stations. It is also revealed that Lucian's daughter, who he frequently discusses as the present in his life, died yeah. years ago. Price tries to make contact with the other two, but to no avail. She then gets a new pressurized suit and leaves the shepherd, continuing through the roebuck. Walking along the ocean floor, Price reunites with the other two, dragging Smith towards the Roebuck station, and proceeds to help. As they enter the station, they notice that there is a nest of humanoid creatures hanging from the ceiling, and tr- and they try to sneak by. But Havisham's suit, which is low on oxygen, begins to make a noise, causing one of them to wake up and attack Price. Price is partially swallowed by one of the creatures, which was fucking awesome. Oh, so brutal. <laughs> but is able to kill it and break free. Before more of the creatures can attack, enormous creature reveals itself. And this is where the big reveal happens. Did you get anything about the enormous creature? Like that it was like a Cthulhu? Yes. You did you did you get that at all? Yeah, I got Cthulhu vibes. Yeah, okay. I But uh, I always see my Cthulhu as more like uh like a humanoid kind of Cthulhu. Yeah, I get that too. Uh, uh, but we, this looks like one of those fucking things from Doom or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to it in a quick second. I'll finish the story and then yeah. we'll continue that Cthulhu part. Um, Emily escapes and Emily rescues Price, and they continue their way to the Roebuck. The three are able to reach the escape pod bay, but Price discovers that only two work, with the third being damaged and unusable. Price and Havisham manage to get an alien, but uh, but still alive. Sorry, but still alive Smith into one of the pods. Price eventually convinces Havisham to take the last one by punching her in the face. Yeah. Which was... It's like fucking cracked up. Yeah, which actually was very believable. I actually did like that part. It was a solid punch. Yeah. As this is happening, the gigantic alpha creature, which has allegedly attacked and destroyed their rig earlier... It's my nickname in high school. Gigantic alpha creature. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, emerges from around the robot, surrounded by even more of the humanoid creatures. The creatures start to follow the two escape pods, while the Alpha begins to attack the robot. Price, knowing she is already going to die, raises the energy levels to the core engine so that they explode, killing the creatures and allowing the escape pods to reach the surface. The film ends with images of newspaper articles depicting tie-in industries and their attempt to cover up the incident, which includes keeping Habersham and Smith's testimonies classified. The company goes on to say that they, they, intend, to exp- they intend to expand their drilling efforts. So it's kind of alluding to a, maybe a sequel, which I... Well, I guess we'll find out in the sequel. Yeah, I don't know if, I'm, if I need a sequel, to be honest. Well, I, I don't mean, know if you'll get a sequel, to be honest. Well, yeah, but by the box office, I don't think so either. Mm. Uh, two things I have to mention. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, sorry. Just did one you thing. cry? I cried. Uh, did you really? You're yeah, so cute. I thought it was sad when Price died. 
<laughs> You're so cute. Well, she sacrificed herself so they could, like, go fuck the bunny or whatever. <laughs> I mean, she didn't really have anything left. I'm assuming All she had that bunny's full of TJ Miller's cum. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in these types of movies, there is always a way to, like, self-destruct. The, mm. like, where, and, also, and an it, incredibly accurate radar screen. <laughs> right? I know, I'm, right? I'm like, I get how you're tracking the pods. There's a tracker in them, obviously. But how are you yeah. tracking all the creatures individually like that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. The yeah. next thing we need to talk about is the alpha, the gigantic alpha creature. Yes. Which, when I was first watching it, I'm like, that's Cthulhu. Fuck yes. This is a HP Lovecraft story about Cthulhu. And then I thought about it and I was looking up pictures when I got home. I was looking up pictures of Cthulhu and it didn't really match what it looked like. So I started yeah, looking up. That's why I, started, I was like, uh, is it? Is it? Or is it just kind of Cthulhu inspired? Yeah. And then I started looking up other like godlike creatures and Dagon was actually the one that it kind of resembled the most. Um, Dagon, okay. In saying that, I did hear that the director has come out and hmm. said that it was actually, in fact, Cthulhu. Okay. So it was confirmed that this creature was, was meant Cthulhu. to be a Cthulhu type deal. Yeah. Yeah. So this leads to the new segment of this show, which is called What If? Alright, so basically I thought of this really cool new segment that we could do on every movie and basically it's a what if. So for this movie here, I'm going to do a what if Cthulhu was real. Oh. So before I do any of that, I have to explain who Cthulhu is. Mm -hmm. Cthulhu is a fictional cosmic entity created by writer H.P. Lovecraft and first introduced in the story The Call of Cthulhu. Considered a great old one with the pantheon of Lovecraft cosmic entities, the creature has been has since been featured in numerous popular culture cult, sorry popular culture references. Love <laughs> Lovecraft depicts Cthulhu. I cannot read tonight. Lovecraft depicts Cthulhu as a gigantic entity worshipped by cultists. Cthulhu's appearance is described as looking like an octopus, a dragon, and a character of human form. Its name was given to the Lovecraft-inspired universe where it and its fellow entities existed, which is the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah, Cthulhu so, and friends. Basically, yeah. yeah. So what does Cthulhu do? Uh, so while not as powerful as many other great old ones, and being dwarfed in scale by, um, by the other gods, Cthulhu is still a very powerful entity. Being near godlike to human, Cthulhu is immortal and has great strength and can endure great amounts of damage and can only be killed by near ominent power. Using his wings, he is capable of true flight. He possesses vast intelligence and awareness, and as and sorry, as he knows all that is occurring in the universe at once, he has great psychic abilities and he can communicate telepathically. Arguably, Cthulhu's most notable trait is the fact that he, alongside the rest of his king, cannot be complimented by humans. When a human so much as looks at Cthulhu, he will almost go mad, basically. Cthulhu is also able to create a city out of nowhere. <laughs> Which is a bit Okay. Alright, so, what if Cthulhu was real? And this is something I didn't write this myself, I got this off the internet, but it's okay. pretty good. Gone, so, then. 
Let me just smash this into it. Will we just have giant calamari? <laughs> no, man. I, I, after reading this, I hope we never ever see Cthulhu. Okay. Seconds to minute after Cthulhu emerges. Major insanity within minutes at the emergence of Great Cthulhu all along the Pacific region. Massive earthquakes in some regions, mad people worldwide scream, some die, others attack their staff muttering strange languages. A region in the Pacific starts boiling without heat. Planes drop from the sky. The crew's mad and delirious. A politician in Tokyo speaking on TV recites an ancient series of syllables and starts using a plastic object to skin the flesh off his face, but stays alive as he dismantles the bone from his head with his bare hands. Some of the people watching this unfold do the same. Less than 15 minutes after, an ancient and panicked crowd in San Francisco Park come to a halt as a tentacle mass erupts from the soil and begins convulse transformation in all fleshy organisms it touches. A wave of transformation of things proceed from Golden Gate Park as at an exceptional rate. In Africa, bull elephants all swell and bloat into red blistered flesh and die, producing, <laughs> producing vicious green insects that attack humans. In the Pacific, a massive blue-black cloud is forming like an oceanic nimbus. All who see this cloud develop acute symptoms of stage 7 psych psychotic schizophrenia, massive hallucinations with utterly, um, utterly deranged images. Um, all across the Pacific Rim, people commit suicide, kill other people, and do other things. In Indonesia, massive crowds living uh, along the eastern along the eastern coast turn into ravenous cannibal hordes that appear to be infectious and with minutes their bodies seem to be twisted characters of the human shape death toll after 15 minutes is about 10 million human beings worldwide in several hours 95 percent of all humans are infected sick deranged and in a severely confused state 25 percent of all humans worldwide would have suddenly physical abnormalities about half a billion humans are now effectively deceased, most of them by suicide, although in many cases these suicides didn't appear to be fully effective and they keep trying over and over and over. After, a day after Cthulhu arrives, most humans have been affected physically and mentally. About half of humans have turned into something else, mostly dangerous, especially along coastal regions. Everyone is pretty much in a critical insane. Sorry, everyone is pretty much clinically insane. Strange disease spread and it is hard to say where one disease, mutation, hallucination or contamination begins and the other ends. The moon changes color to deep red. Uh, star patterns in the sky change to new shapes. Several billion humans are now effectively lost. Although in many places the dead are coming back to life. Even dead, gibbering things centuries dead. Some of these form bloated monstrosities that shamble across the landscape. 366 hours after the emerge of Cthulhu, the last human in Northern Europe, while hiding in a mine, succumbs, twists into insanity, stalks grow from his eyes, and he starts devouring his six family members in the next underground chamber who have already died a day earlier. And... <laughs> And we're fornicating into an assembled tentacle mass of putrid black ooze. All in all, the whole world would die if Cthulhu emerges. So no giant calamari. No, unfortunately. Oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what if. <laughs> I don't like that one. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd prefer if that didn't happen. Same, man. Um, <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. I'd watch that movie, though. <laughs> Where's that movie? I know. I know, right? I was reading this and go, why did they make a movie of this? This sounds incredible. Because they but... need a human angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But that is it for What If. Uh, let's jump into the last part of the show, which is sure. letterboxed comments. Alright, this is comments coming from Letterbox, and I also searched up YouTube as well. So, we got Eli on YouTube. Plot twist is, uh, the creature is Spongebob and Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Brian on Letterbox. I dig monster movies. I dig disaster movies. Turn out, I dig monster disaster movies. <clears throat> Jack on Letterbox. TJ Miller's death scene. Ah, so satisfying. Mm. I don't get it. Um, Chanel on Letterbox. Why does Kirsten Stewart with a buzz cut and glasses make me sexually confused? <laughs> uh, Holly on Letterbox. That's a lot of water. It yeah. Sure is. <laughs> it's probably the most water. Uh, Gloobs on Letterbox says, I don't re- recommend you guys see underwater. It's very bad for your eyes. If you decide to make sure to see it, make sure you wear goggles. Well, yeah. <laughs> P.S. This is my joke I made up all by myself. Congratulations. Have a fucking <laughs> gold <the> star. <laughs> uh, and the last one I got is J- Jongo on Letterbox. Go Jongo. Jongo do funny word. Go. <laughs> he said, it's like a heavy metal version of the Abyss. <laughs> Jongo Which... saying his heavy metal version of Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I agree with. So that's all in all for Underwater. Safe to say that we think you should go see it. Yeah, go see it. It's worth it. Yeah. It's totally a good movie at the movies. It is. Kind of I movie. agree. <laughs> I could say movie more times. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. That is it for this episode of Horror for Dummies. We thank you very much for listening. Yes. If you want to be cool, give us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and send a, send a picture of your review and you will be in the running to win a cool <laughs> Freddy Krueger chopsticks. <laughs> Plus, plus other cool and stuff that will be coming. And I a s- pin. Yeah, and a pin. My God, I'm going to get the coolest shit and like, <laughs> we're going to forget about that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Letterboxd, all those cool things. Um, and write to us. If you want to, if you want to say something, let us hear it and we will speak about it on the next episode. Yeah. And have a crack at spelling my name. <laughs> Do it. It's uh, a lot. Harder than you think. Yeah. Actually, it's not really. My pain, man. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week with The Grudge, the new one. We're going to be mm-hmm. doing it. <laughs> um, but until then, Luffy, you have anything to say? Uh, uh, no, no, I don't. No, you're good. No. You're good. Jaffle. Right. <laughs> until Horror for Dummies returns. Thank you. Thanks.
I'm sorry.